0: Hi, this is Eva. This is Nisi. We're two friends. Best friends. Best friends who've known each other for over 20 years. And growing up, we were inseparable. But now, we're living on two different coasts. So we decided to start a podcast to discuss what's going on in our lives and this crazy world. We want you to come catch up with us as we catch up with each other. Because we want to know, do y'all see this? Welcome to the DRC this podcast. This is Eva, and this is Macy. Welcome back.
1: Uh this episode today is one that I think is much needed, especially with um public with being PC, be, with people worried about being PC or not sure how to not offend. Um, I think this is the perfect episode that we've. Uh, got together for so we kind of want to put a disclaimer out there you know when you're trying to be funny if you really have to ask it's not funny Mm -hmm. um i I think i think most people get that i think a lot of women get that right off most of the time uh i remember i heard this um quote one time like if someone says something offensive like you feel like it was offensive and you say i don't get it." explain it again (laughs) and then the person explains it again and you're like "Ah, i don't get it at a certain point either the person gets it or they don't that what they're saying is so offensive like them having to retell it at some point they're gonna be like oh yeah i sound like a jerk here maybe i shouldn't keep saying Mm -hmm. so with having that mindset we we wanted to have a episode where we just seeing the climate right now, um, definitely with like Dave Chappelle. Um, recently, he had a several, a, a one, two, three, what is it, four, four or five specials now that have been very, um, just him storytelling, uh, which I think is really on brand for him normally. And then he got to a certain one that was Sticks and Stones. And I feel like that is where, or was it The Closer, Ev? Correct me if I'm wrong here. It
0: Thank was you. The Closer,
1: yeah. Um, well, I think that the tide kind of turned in these specials, for me at least. That they weren't funny. Well, his retrospective, you know, calling to the carpet kind of thing was not there. And it wasn't funny I think that's where I keep falling back to. It wasn't funny. It was him just berating and talking at us as the audience. It's not that I even feel like I'm in the position to be personally offended by the things he was saying because I'm, I don't identify in that group. But I didn't get it. I didn't get the laughs. I didn't get the joke. If there was one there. So um, that's kind of where we're coming from today. And I don't I wanna I wanna I want find out what else you thought about the specials and and then we can get a little further into the most recent one that he even had.
0: So I do wanna state like Nisi was saying earlier, if you have to make a disclaimer before a joke, it means the joke's not funny. And you should just keep that to yourself. Like that's period point blank. I also I do not think that being unkind is funny. I think that being unkind is not funny. So that's why when I saw the Dave Chappelle uh special The Closer, I was like, mm mm, nope, don't like it at all.
1: He wasn't even apologetic. And I get that a lot of comics come out and say, Hey, well that's part of what our, our profession is. You know, we push forward. We we push through some barriers. There's a lot of things that people uh get uncomfortable about talking about. But like I said, there's a certain point where you're just not funny. And there's a lot I can laugh at, um, especially when... I'll say this. Dave Chappelle has, to me, always sat on a platform of funny of the fact anybody can get it. It was always on a platform of whether you're black, white, Asian, uh, Indian, whatever, you can get, like, the jokes, he he hit everybody at once. It was never so top-heavy on one group of people. So it was like, yeah, he can joke you all over there because he's joking me too. So ha-ha, we can all laugh together. But I don't know, this special just came to a point for me where it was just completely laden on just hitting one group of people. And it was just attacking and just attacking, and I don't care what y'all say. this is all the, this is what I say, this is what it is. So it wasn't funny for me. And moving forward into the most recent special, where I don't even think it was a special, it was him accepting the honor of uh, from a school. And by the end of it, uh, he literally just said, "Hey, I don't think the world's ready for me to have this honor." So I'll give you this name. And when they're ready, you can put my name on there. It literally was just a speech of him doubling down on um, freedom of speech. I can say what I want to say. If you don't think it's funny, it's because you're not on my level of being funny yet.
0: Um. So Nisi and I had a conversation about when controversies like this happen, we often look to the corporations and wonder if they're gaslighting our the customers or the, the consumers for the backlash like they know it's going to drive press they know it's going to drive their name in the media so whether or not they give mm-hmm. an apology a sincere apology it doesn't matter because they they've gotten that uptick mm-hmm. they've gotten you know those mentions they've gotten people are talking about them yeah and we we're wondering about the difference between when an individual does the same thing and i think when we talk about this special in particular the closer and and I guess, the end of Sticks and Stones, we we think, or there is an idea, like, did Chappelle think these jokes were funny? And mm-hmm. so that's why he completely committed and mm-hmm. was like, this is funny, and I don't know what y'all, why aren't y'all, like, hilariously dying? And yeah, so, or did he know that it would drive right. that attention, that it would drive people to his, his um, special, to hate watch? Did he know that it would drive his name in the media? Right. And, you know, that type of thing can translate to dollars. And I think we should always keep that type of thing in mind mm-hmm. as well. For me, it just felt disappointing. I grew up with him on the Chappelle show. And I, like me said, he would go out to everybody like nobody was safe. Yeah. <laughs> and I thought he was hilarious. Like, I think he's funny. But this Definitely. particular controversy, this particular special felt low. It felt like he's punching down. And being kind in my professional world is something that I tell my youth all the time. I'm saying, you know, we're kind in the library. Being kind is my number one rule. And this felt unkind. And I just, it felt like, no, we're not going to, it's not acceptable. Not from him, not from, you know, a kid who needs to know better.
1: And, you know, I I think you really hit it on the point of coming into like, uh, like with social media and these other corporations and companies that you were talking about like we've seen those examples like uh, back in the day when we heard with uh, Tommy Hilfiger where he didn't want black people wearing his his tims, but he, he he knew that wasn't going to change anything like I think more people may have gotten more I, I definitely <sighs> know people still wear them to this day and it's definitely demographic that he originally said he didn't want in them um, there was even a thing with Doja and Gabbana where They have, they have at a certain point said that they weren't interested in seeing black people in their things. Then they went on to have very racist, um, clothing designs. And then I guess their way of, they, they never sent out an apology because like you said, we have heard corporations do this where they'll say, Oh, we never meant to offend. We didn't know, you know, we actually know of no black people who could have told us, um, but here we are, and we and we apologize, and then, um Bill Chengabana, what they have done is now they seem to be over sexualizing the black male, so it's like, ah, uh, did you ever apologize? Did you ever even say anything, so we're just moving forward yeah, I think it's it's definitely you know something that needs to be uh brought to the light, talked about more. That's kind of what we want to talk about today. I promise you guys, we're not going to stay here, but we are definitely wanted to broach subjects where it's something that we grew up maybe thinking was okay, and then we found out later on is completely offensive, or words that we have heard that we know right off when we hear them, that's offensive. So that's what we're going to be getting into today. So when we come back, I'll get ready for some real conversation. We'll be back.
0: All right, and we are back. And so this episode, we are talking about um, words and phrases and things that seemed like it was okay to say before, but now that we know better, we know not to. Um, So we're actually going to start with a 2018 story. So in 2017, 2018, there was a situation using um, an actual Supreme Court case about the use of the word boy. So the case is Evans Mm -hmm. versus Coates Electrical, and the Supreme Court got received this case after Evans, who was a worker, had been called boy by his uh, supervisor or his supervisor, someone in the supervisory team where he worked. And he had asked the person not to continue calling him boy and the person kept doing it, continued to call him boy. And the Supreme Court eventually had to um, put up forth a decision that there are factors in whether this actually leaned over into racial animus and into the discriminatory um, actions. So those things are context, inflection, tone of voice, the local custom, and the historical usage. So I know when I heard this story, immediately I went, "Mm mm-mm,
1: because Mm -hmm. Evans
0: is a black man, and this was in Utah, and his supervisory staff was not black. (laughs) And I said, "Mm mm-mm, nope. Mm -hmm. Don't do that at all. So what ended up happening was that Evans won the case. So even though boy as a word is not necessarily um, targeted as a racial animus. Because he he asked the supervisor, the Hanson, to stop calling him that particular mm-hmm. term, yeah. and because he expressed that this was racist to him, even if the supervisor said that no, where I grew up, you know, you we just say it; it's not, yeah. it doesn't mean anything. The moment that yeah. Evans like expressed that this was not acceptable, that was when the supervisor mm-hmm. needed to step back, and particularly for me. I felt like this can kind of apply to a lot of different situations. One of the things I've always believed is if someone tells you this is not acceptable, that it's racist, that it hurts their feelings, that you know it makes them irritated, then you say, okay, that is the correct response. Okay, my bad. And you stop doing it. Like any other response, even a non-response makes you the villain. Period. You know, I find that
1: with this case, um, that it was probably, it feels like to me that it shouldn't have been that difficult to move forward with. Just because to me, it sounds like racial harassment, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. And I feel like everywhere across, at least in America, uh, they have a whole video about sexual harassment and they have made sure to let you know that it can come from a word, a feeling, a gesture, um, an attitude. There's so many things that they put out there uh when they are making sure to um let employees know, you know, not to have not to sexually harass someone, not to sexually harass someone that um it feels like this should have been right there with it to be like, you know, guys, um, when we say other words, if someone automatically says to you, hey, you know, that sounded racist to me. It's not a ha ha. It's not a oh, whatever, boy. Because as a black person, I'm telling you, there's no situation where I would walk in and there if someone says, "void," that it doesn't automatically trigger that for me. And I didn't grow up, you know, I'm not, no one's ever called me a boy, you know what I mean? Like, that's never going to be a struggle for me, probably. But I can completely understand where this man was coming from in this moment. And then once you have the fact of him telling you, I don't understand what else is the rest of the discussion. Like, that it had to get to that point Proves why this, you know, why this had to happen. Something else that I I found like I've probably said without even realizing it or I've heard someone say is Indian giver. And to be honest, growing up hearing it, I got what I thought it meant. So let me let me just start there. Um, The meaning of the phrase Indian giver is one who gives a gift but later takes it back. There's a whole origin behind it. Um, Indian giver derives from the alleged practice of American Indians of taking back gifts from white settlers. But they even say here that it's more likely that the settlers wrongly interpreted the Indians loans to them as gifts. Like, let me make it plain. If I walk up to Ev and I say, hey, um, I know you're new here. Maybe I can show you around. Let me show you. This is the map that I use to get around. Let me show you. And I hand it to her to let her see. And we walk around and I show her the school or I show her the town or whatever. And then when it's time to go, I say, okay. And I take my paper back. (laughs) And she's like, hey, hey, hey. I can't be. What are you doing? Yes, ma'am. That wasn't yours. That was mine. I was teaching you and letting you learn and now <laughs> you've come up with the whole word for me and my people and I'm just like it's so much context behind all of these that in my whole life it never occurred to me like as a child to really to realize how messed up of a word that is to call somebody an Indian giver and you're like but they're not the ones who got taken from. Like, the people who actually set up this word, they're the ones who were doing, who were actually, it should be white givers. <laughs> it should be Caucasian givers. Or, I don't know, what would be the better word? Pilgrim givers. Like, have, have I, am I alone in this? Like, have you heard people say this before and just been like, what?
0: I have. And I, I mean, I had a lot of siblings. <laughs> And so there's a lot of, you know, that kind of giving and, and taking back in in my household. Oh yeah. <laughs> So, but once you, I think, again, I think the most important thing is once you know it's not correct, once you know better, you do better. And okay. so, you know, I haven't used it, um, but again, like once I know better, I did better. Mm-hmm. So, but it's also like these particular terms, it's why I was so confused as to why people were so upset about the Washington Football Team name change, like this was not a new this was not a new development. Right? <laughs> like it's been offensive the entire time. Yeah, it's just and and the way that
1: the owner was just so insistent on he was like, no, I know Indians and they say it's fine, and then mm-hmm. they would go talk to people and they'd be like, actually, we don't say it's yeah. fine. It's, it's not okay. Um, it, we would love if you guys would stop saying it and you, you go back there and he's like not them not them other indians
0: <laughs> like <laughs> what uh,
1: i had i had looked up a lot of information guys about like how deep set this was that it, you know it's a phrase that came quite early in the history of you know, the United States of America. It was by, back as early as 1765. But all of that information really was just going to come down to the fact of that these are things that are so ingrained in society that people use and they don't know right away that it's not something they should say or is so offensive. Like obviously saying Indian giver around – white people is not going to hit the same as if you were actually speaking to a Native American. But the thing is, it doesn't need to be only offensive to a Native American for you to not say it. And I think that's where we're trying to go with um, what we're exposing or bringing up in this episode, you know, in this conversation. Moving on to another one that I, I when I found out, I honestly, I had to relook it up because I don't know. At first I was like, are you sure? Whenever I would have this conversation, I was like, are you sure? Because I swear, I thought that was what they wanted us to say. Um, There was a show a while back on TLC, and it was called, let me get the right name, guys. It was called My Big Fat American Gypsy Wedding. Now on the show... They followed around, um, like the word "gypsy" was thrown everywhere. That's like what the name of the show was. They talk, they say that they're in the gypsy lifestyle, and so I guess I it just it just, growing up um, seeing what was it, uh, the hump of the hump. What's the actual name of
0: it? The Hunchback of Notre Dame. Thank you. That's the hump. <laughs> I thought the
1: gypsy character was like one of the best parts of the movie for me. Like I thought, I thought they were celebrating her. I thought like that
0: was a good thing and come to find out quite guys, quite offensive. So I'm glad you actually brought up. Yeah. Esmeralda from, uh, from the hunchback of Notre Dame. So the, she as, as a, a gypsy person, she is definitely like, the stereotypical idea of what we kind of see. Mm-hmm. And I actually have a personal story. So I actually dressed up as a Roma person like in in like Esmeralda with the with the scarf and the red lips and the the you know the whole thing for like 3 years. Oh man. Yes. And it is one of those things where once you once I found out that's not really a thing that people like that, you know, they prefer to be called Roma, that people in general do not like their identities to be costumes. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's generally a good baseline. Like, that's the bare minimum. Just, if it is someone's identity, let's not make it into your Halloween costume. That's all. Um, So, but I did also want to talk about one of the words that actually is an iteration, Mm -hmm. which is gypped. And so, and again, it's one of those words I, I actually remember using when I was younger, much younger, and looking it up now, it's like it's named in the dictionary, in the Merriam-Webster dictionary, as offensive, as a pejorative, as a, as a not pleasant word, as a slur, and it actually, as a slur, it dates back to 1899, Dang. so it's had some time for us to know better, mm-hmm. um, so thesaurus.com actually gives a list of like 16 alternate words. So at this point, there's no excuses. Yeah. It's
1: something about when I watched that show, I um the Big Fat American wedding, it, Gypsy wedding, excuse me, um, it just seemed like they were using it and I thought because it was the people. And honestly, as a Black person, I clearly understand that there are words that we use that I don't want to see coming out of other people's mouths. So obviously to see them on the show isn't a reason for me to call someone that and I'm haven't ever. But it was like they were showing like King well, akin to King and coming out parties and stuff like that. And they were just like, This is the way, this is the way. And so it, I've always thought like it was like some I always thought it was like so pretty. I get so, like, I just, I, I was looking like, oh, that's such a nice outfit. That's, you know what I'm saying? Like, a lot of the times when we see it in media, it is a, a sultry outfit. They actually use it set up as, you know, um, they sexualize it a lot. So it's just, I don't know. When I look back over years of seeing shows and cartoons, I just never realized how offensive the actual word is. So,
0: What is the actual word that we're supposed to use for, is it Romani? So Romani or Roma is generally a good alternative. So the Roma people or, um, yeah, the Romani. Um, Also of note is that several of the resources that I looked at said that the original word might actually have tied back to a a shortening of Egyptian. So it might also have racial overtones. It's funny how just every culture takes something and takes a beat. They love keeping us separate, right? All right. So let's let's get get a little more happy. <laughs> you ready to get into this break?
1: We are. So um, when we come back guys, we're going to be getting into your favorite part of the show, which is our do y'all see this moment of the week. Uh, we'll lift it up a little bit. Yeah. All right. We'll be back.
0: Baby, you just fell. I'll say that, I'll say Say I'll say I will say it I'll say it, I'll say it. Oh my gosh, did you see that? Did you see that? Did you see that? Did you see that? Did you will see that?
1: Did you see
0: that?
1: So we are back and we are switching gears a little bit. So also, we've been talking about things that as we grew up, we didn't know were offensive and that we found out later on that they were. And so, you know, best to not continue that. But where we're taking the turn here is where there are sometimes things that are funny because they're targeted to you. Um, it would be easy for me to be offended (laughs) by a lot of the memes that I see on social media. But there is one guy out there, his name is Frank, and his Instagram is I'm just gonna spell it. It's O M F G I T S R A M A. Kind of like Om Gitsrama? I'm not sure. But it's on Instagram and he has the best targeted memes towards wives and it's honestly it's his wife but somehow it's all of us (laughs) even like to the point of where he he puts on his he puts on a blue wig that is like his wife's hair and (laughs) he has this one where she's like all right well honey i'm about to go to bed i'm about to head on up i'm a little tired and he's like okay i'm gonna sit out here and play the game and she's like. Like I said, I'm about to go to bed. <laughs> so we are going to bed. And I was like, that's so accurate. We I can only speak for me, but that shouldn't have hit home. He is a white man married to a white woman. That hit home for me like he was talking to me. And I was like, Uh, oh, we all do this. We wives are all like, Come on, it's me and you. I'm going to bed, you going to bed.
0: So Nisi sent me some of his memes and I also felt very like, like this was very personal. <laughs> so my favorite is um, at one point, I guess he's talking to his wife about she doesn't have to buy so many shoes. <laughs> and she's like, yeah, I'm just going to keep buying shoes. I don't care about none of that you talk about right now. <laughs> <laughs> like, Look, There's this
1: one where they're sitting down talking about like planning like, okay, babe, we're not going to spend any more money. And then she literally goes out and gets, like, a Starbucks coffee. She's like, whatever.
0: Mm-hmm. And so, yes, that was very – and I love stuff like that. I think it's hilarious. And it's, you know, and it's funny without punching down. It's it's just funny. Yeah. It's just mm-hmm. – like you said, sometimes it can just be funny. Um. So some of the things that I really enjoy when I'm looking for, you know, something funny – I love, like, really good um, – banner banter or dialogue between characters on tv or in social media um most recently i've been watching ted lasso which is very very sweet and i would recommend it to everyone and it's just got a really great it's just really good it's funny and it's it's just very sweet and i really enjoy it and then there's things like the gray man which just came out with ryan gosling i thought it was hilarious like he's so funny i just think he's you know there's these moments of of conversation and moments in the show which are which are funny and I just enjoy the movie very much. Um David Harbour is one of my favorite characters from Stranger Things. He plays the he plays the dad or the cop, the sheriff. Mm-hmm. And again, it's just, the, you know, the banter he has with the kids, with um what's her name? With the mom. It's just great. So along with
1: you saying like you enjoy excellent banter, I was having a conversation with um the Mister, the other day, we were watching some old Game of Thrones episodes, and we got into this conversation about how good the banter used to be. Like, when you would see, like, Lady Olena talking to, um, I can't remember the guy's name, the one who was over the, um, Cersei, Cersei's dad, or whatever. Like, the partnerships, and when they would go back and forth, like, they would hit below the belt. But it would be like with a smile. Yes, you're the one helping us pay for this. But we're the ones in charge. You know what I'm saying? It would be like that. Or like with Marjorie and Cersei. Like they were evenly matched. Like that type of banter where they were clearly offending each other. Like I think there was a scene where Cersei comes up and she's like, oh, I want to help you. or she's like, oh, did you want some wine? It's a little early in the day for us. But you know, mothers like you. Like completely offending but it was so good. It was so smooth. So, like when you say excellent banter, like those kind of things, like fall right into my mind. Like it's it's highbrow
0: conversation, and I love it. I love I love some good wordplay. Um, yeah, yes. And so, so we we talked about highbrow. We talked about excellent wordplay and and that mm-hmm. type of thing. Now we gotta go a little lower. Um, <laughs> look, I will be the first to tell you. Falling and farting is hilarious, and <laughs> to me, I know, to me, Uranus will never not be funny. I am very, very sorry, Mom. It is the most hilarious thing that we have been gifted with on in this universe. Thank you, scientists.
1: It was like the go-to joke as a kid, too, Bruh.
0: honestly. Like,
1: how could you not, you know? I don't know. The farting thing is a bit much for me, but that's because I personally am just like, ah. But falling? (sighs) You give me a good falling meme, a good falling gif, oh my gosh. I'm done. Uh, I'll be laughing on it all day. (sighs) like, mm -hmm. So, we would love for you to reach out to us at Y'allPod on Twitter and to hear about what do you actually find funny? that's going on in your life, maybe there's something um, political that's funny, we're looking for something to really have us rolling on the floor laughing. You can reach out to us on Facebook at Do Y'all See This, we'll be posting some of our favorite memes on our Instagram at Do Y'all See This Pod, all one word, no spaces, and
0: go on over to our YouTube for some more Bestie content. If you have suggestions for future moments, questions, or just want to give us great feedback, you can reach out to us at doyallseethispod at gmail.com. Don't forget to rate and review us wherever you listen. All five stars. Thanks in advance. All right. And thanks for catching up with us as we were catching up with each other. We'll see you next time. Bye. Bye.